Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strength so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome. I'm super excited to talk to you guys about my topic today, which is how perfectionism shows up in eating behaviors. You guys, this is something I see a lot. And as a health coach who specializes in habit change coaching, one thing that I know for certain is that how we do one thing is how we do everything. So oftentimes when we're experiencing perfectionism or in my instance, let me share my personal story. And if we haven't met yet, my name is Katie Pijanowski. I'm a certified life coach and I help women overcome the obsession with food in their bodies so that they can step into their confidence and share their gifts with the world. That's what I'm all about, food and body freedom. We are gonna be talking about perfectionism and how it shows up in food behavior today. But my story stems from, I experienced a lot of binge eating in my past. And when I, binge eating is like overconsumption of food, right? What I noticed, especially as I stepped into my life coaching role and got certified, is that that behavior of overconsumption was also happening in other areas of my life. It was also happening in my spending, it was also happening in the overconsumption of social media and just other resources like that. So it's really interesting to see how one behavior can actually filter into many other areas of our life, which is really great because once we start to actually shift it in one area of our life, like food, we can start to see that we're actually healing multiple areas of our life at once and we experience large change from just changing simple habits. And it's really freaking cool, you guys. So today we're gonna be focusing on the idea of perfectionism. So if you are a perfectionist, if you identify with that, let me know in the comments that you, you agree, you're like, yep, that's me. Let me know in the comments. But let's talk about how perfectionism specifically shows up in food behaviors. This could look like eating nothing or eating all the things. So two ends of the spectrum. I was definitely on that spectrum side of eating all the things, especially when I was in a stress response or experiencing some big, heavy emotions. I was definitely on that side of the spectrum. You can also experience perfectionism in eating with never eating snacks or always eating all snacks. You either don't have any snacks in your house at all because you're afraid you're gonna eat them all or when you do have snacks, you eat all of them in their entire entirety. So that's how that can also show up. You can also show up by always eating alone or always, always eating like at parties all the time, like only eating in those types of settings. So there's just like this all or nothing or black and white thinking. This is stemming from thinking that there's only one right way to eat and that anything outside of that is bad or wrong, which we internalize as I am bad or wrong, which is absolutely not true at all. I truly believe, and this is what I teach with my clients, that there is a perfect way of eating and I will put quotation marks in the air for you. There's, because perfect is such a big word, but I truly believe that perfect there is enough perfect ways of eating as there are human beings on the planet. I also believe that what's healthy for one person 
might not be healthy for you. There are certain foods that maybe irritate my body that might be super healthy for you. Or myself, I love peanut butter and eating nuts and all those types of things. But for someone else, that's poison to their system. So what's healthy for others might not be healthy for you. And I think that these two paradigms are so, so valuable, especially when we're shifting our relationship with food, because it really helps you to see that there is no right way of eating. There's only you and what you choose to have in your body and what feels best for you. And guess what? Only you get to decide that. No fitness magazine or person on Instagram or Pinterest gets to decide what you put in your body and what's best for you. If they are telling you that, I would run because only you should be able to internalize when you're really in tune with how food affects your body and affects your mood and affects your energy, which I help my clients do, then you're able to self-regulate, which is so powerful because you can step into any situation and trust yourself that you'll be able to make empowered food decisions from this place. Isn't that cool? Like it's totally possible for you because I was in that place beforehand a year and a half ago where I literally thought this was completely not in my realm (laughs) that I would never be able to achieve that. And here I sit today being able to quite literally walk into any food situation and feel very confident and empowered about the decisions I make and not freak out about if I'm gonna eat all the snacks or what's gonna happen if I eat this pizza, I'm gonna have to work out more tomorrow. Let me know if you relate to that in the chat. I hear that all the time. I used to be a personal trainer as well. And I heard that all the time from my clients. Like I just, I ate the food this weekend and that I wasn't supposed to eat. Again, quotes in the air because I don't believe any food should be off limits. And it created this guilt and shame behind all of this, which is just no good. Like anytime we are judging ourselves in that capacity, it's just never going to end well. We cannot make positive transformations when we're constantly putting ourselves down, my friends. So I want you to just remove that self-judgment, offer yourself some compassion, and realize that there is no perfect way to eat. This episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast is brought to you by my course, Binge No More, a self-paced course I created to help you overcome the obsession around food and experience ease with eating. I know when I was first starting my journey into overcoming binge eating and stepping into intuitive eating and finally pushing all that diet BS behind, I knew that there was so much going on, I felt very overwhelmed. So over the last two years, I've created a course to pack in all of the mindset tips, action steps, and strategies that I've personally used to help overcome binge eating as well as walked many of my clients through. I've even added some fantastic bonuses in there for you like surviving the holidays with intuitive eating and how to handle diet talk to help further your transformation. You, my friend, deserve to drop the drama and guilt around food and finally just start living a life of freedom. Imagine being able to be around your favorite snacks and not feel like you need to eat them all right there in that moment. I know for me, when I was starting out, that seemed like such a faraway task, but I know that if you are committed to finally ending this cycle of diet and binge, that this course, Binge No More, is gonna help you get there. 
If this is you and you're ready to finally overcome the obsession around food, head to www.mindandbodystrong.com forward slash binge no more to learn more about my course and how you can enroll today. Now, let's get back to the episode. There is not. You do not have to eat a certain prescribed amount of food and calories every single day. You are not a machine. You are a human being. Okay? You are a human being, my friend. So I have some tips for you here today, some tangible takeaways that you can take to be more mindful about your eating and kind of end up in that gray zone. So we're not all or nothing. We're now in this middle zone where we can make empowered choices. Does that sound good? You guys excited? I am for sure. So here's my first tip, presence over perfection. This is the best way to eliminate that expectation of perfectionism is just be present, show up with that expectation, be there, ask yourself the foods you're eating. Is this enjoyable right now? Do I love the taste of this? How about the texture? Do I enjoy the people I'm being around? Like ask yourself intuitive questions like that to really help you step into your presence and notice like what's around you instead of focusing on it has to be perfect or I can't do it, and now you're all in your head and you're not even present with the people around you or the experiences around you. Presence over perfection. Number two, slow down, slow down. Slow down when you eat your food, enjoy it again. Enjoying your food is acceptable, my friends. We do not have to eat it all. Where we live in a culture, most of us that have access to plenty of food, it's not going anywhere. Slow down. Number three, chew your food. Such a simple thing, but the digestion process starts in the mouth with the chewing. So when you really take your time and slow down and chew your food, this also helps aid your digestion. It helps you to relax, get into that parasympathetic nervous system so we can actually digest our food. When we're in a stress response to that sympathetic nervous system, we don't process food in the same way. But when we're relaxed, we're slowing down and we're when we're chewing our food and my tip number four is is breathing breathing is actually actually oxygen is an imperative part of the digestion process i'm not sure if you all knew that but it is so presence over perfection slow down chew your food breathe and notice how the food's making you feel this could be something you do an experiment with where Maybe you eat a meal and you say, what, how do you feel right after? How do you feel an hour after? Is this giving you more energy or less? It could be that simple. And really start to understand what your body functions off best. And this, again, gives you the, empower, the power back to yourself. You're no longer looking out to diets and resources and guides all over the internet in order to get this information. It's now in your hands to regulate to trust yourself, like imagine the possibilities when you no longer have to worry about what food situations you're stepping into, if they're gonna have the foods you wanna eat. You can feel confident and comfortable stepping into any place and just knowing that you can make the choices that are best for you and not worry about what anyone else is thinking or what your diet plan says you should be eating that day. You really get to reconnect with yourself and experience food in a truly positive way. So if this resonated with you guys, 
I want you to send me a message. Let's start a conversation about food and body freedom. Let's really get this rolling. It is absolutely possible for you. I know because I've done it myself. And I know that there's so many things that go on in, in the head of someone who's about to embark on a journey of healing your relationship with food, with your body, with exercise. And I'm here to be your guide. I wanna help you. Send me a message. Let's start a conversation. And I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this training today. Let me know your favorite tips and I will chat with you later on. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.